Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jack Franchule for Wahoo's 24-7 and hope you guys had a good Memorial Day weekend with a lot of good food, some time with friends and families. It was a nice time just to unwind a little bit before it gets really chaotic. I mean, summer recruiting doesn't stop. I mean, it never really stops, but the month of June, a lot of moving pieces will be going on, especially with kids now setting up their official visits and visiting some of their top schools in Virginia hosting a number of visitors this summer. And of course, then you have new Cavaliers getting on grounds for both football and basketball over the course of the next two months here. Virginia basketball players are expected to be on grounds mid-June, including Merrimack transfer Jordan Meyer. And we're actually going to have Jordan Meyer on the show today. He's going to be coming in the second half of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about UVA football recruiting on the first half. But then Jordan's going to come on, and he's going to answer some of our questions and answer some of our Wahoo's 24-7 subscriber questions, too. And it was a pleasure having Jordan on the show. You're going to really like getting to know him a little bit. And obviously, you're going to love watching him play at the JPJ later on this year. So that will be after the break. Um, But before we even get started on what to expect this weekend, on grounds for Virginia football. Why don't you go ahead and like this video, like our channel, and hit the bell so they're notified whenever the new videos are posted on YouTube. And if you're not watching, you're listening to us, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also, it will help us out if you leave us a review and rate us on Apple and Spotify. That that way, the algorithm will help us spread the show a little bit more so that we can continue to have this show available for all of you that enjoy Virginia athletics. So before we get to Jordan Miner's interview here, there's going to be a busy weekend on grounds this first weekend of June. This is the time of year where Virginia and college programs around the country will invite recruits for official visits. And Virginia football is no exception. They're going to have a number of athletes there already. Um, This is going to be, as you can, as you know, this is obviously an ever-changing situation so at the time of our recording there these are the athletes that we've already confirmed will be there this is going to be uh published live on tuesday morning uh so a couple days before the weekend so this list could change but right now some of the guys that we're looking at are like wide receiver david washington uh wide receiver christian zachary wide receiver cameron montero um linebacker hybrid linebacker target rafael dunn offensive lineman jameel allen um, is will also be there, and uh, Grant Ellinger is the other offensive lineman that will also be on grounds. Um, there's other guys on that list, but I'm not going to name them right now because there's currently still on the maybe pile. Um, there might be one or two quarterback targets visiting, and there might be a one or two defensive linemen t- targets visiting as well. But as I'm recording right now, they are currently still on maybe. Um, there's one in particular that was confirmed as of just a couple of weeks ago, but it was now on a maybe list as I'm recording this. So I don't want to mention his name yet. And then that changes. So that list obviously is available on our Wahoo's 24 seven site. So you can obviously go there and check out the list. We've been updating the list pretty consistently throughout the last couple of weeks. Um, I think Jamil Allen was the first uh, target that confirmed a official visit lockdown date 
Um, that was a couple weeks ago. So we have all those also on Wahoo's 24-7 for you. So all that's available. And we also are previewing each visitor in more detail on Wahoo's 24-7 up until Friday when they all get on grounds. The expectation is they'll get there in the evening on Friday and then leave on Sunday morning. Um, so that would be a big weekend. And honestly, it, if I were Virginia, I would want to close on some of these guys pretty quickly before they even think of other visitors or venture into other visitors. It's what Tony Bennett and the basketball program did during the transfer se season when they were getting transfers on grounds. They, they really were focusing on making sure they closed out on targets before they even left grounds. And if I were Virginia football, that would be something that I would want to focus on too. So this is going to be, I know I've been saying this for a while for the Virginia football program where last year I was like, you got to give them a year. You got to give them a year. I think this is when you're going to start seeing how they're hand, how they're doing, how they're adapting. And this is going to be the next month. Like I said, this is was recruiting cycle in the 2025 recruiting cycle. This is where you can really judge their recruiting philosophies and how things are coming together. So this is where you're going to see if kind of how they're kind of organizing things and how they're adapting to this new college football world, because it is a new college football world, how they're adapting um, and to see how they're adjusting day to day as far as that goes. Um, especially in the high school front, because I believe Virginia football has done a good job in the transfer portal. I think they, I think the one thing you can say about Tony Elliott and his recruiting staff is they knew what positions they needed. They needed to revamp that offensive line. They needed to revamp that secondary after the spring practice was over. And they did just that. And they not only did that, but they also recruited guys who left the state during their high school recruitment, but came back like offensive lineman, Jimmy Christ from Penn state. He was able to, um, he got that offer from Virginia, visited, and then uh, commits to Virginia. And then you also had, obviously, cornerback Malcolm Green, who's joining his brother, Miles, at Virginia. Obviously, a good, a good high school from Highland Springs, a local area, local product, coming back home, coming back to play for a former coach. Granted, Tony Elliott technically wasn't his coach, but it was on the staff, so you get my drift. So, again... You're getting those guys back home. Guys that shouldn't have left the state in the first place are now coming back to Virginia and play. You also added offensive lineman Brian Stevens, who was on the show as well. He talked about his his, his decision to commit to Virginia. He will also be on grounds. Then you all Sam Wetful, SMU cornerback, who also decided to commit to Virginia and transfer. So again, you have those holes failed. You got more veterans on there. They're joining the transfers of Uganda Nana, Tony Musket, uh, Kobe Pace, and Malik Washington. You get those guys who decided to transfer in the first window. So Virginia did a good job navigating a transfer portal, which is quite chaotic, um, losing Cam Kelly and Hunter Stewart to the portal, but at the same time, gaining all the pieces they needed and working through the administration and admissions portions, which again, I think I may had a whole episode about it. I was more of a challenge for Virginia athletics in general to get transfers in. So Virginia did a good job. I think it's honestly a solid B plus effort for Virginia um, when it came to the transfer portal because they got some good pieces, at least filled the holes on their roster. And if you want to know more of a detail of what that looks like, actually, you can actually go to Wahoo's 24-7 and check out the scholarship chart that we posted. And you can see that they really needed some more experience in certain positions because they're kind of overloaded in the middle, but not much in the experience depth or the early experience, for example, at wide receiver and offensive line at a corner and DB where all these guys are coming from. So it was good that they, they filled those holes. So yeah, so right now, 
you're you're kind of progressing and seeing where they need to go with 2024 um, with high school recruiting. Right now, they have two commits in Benjamin York and Ethan Minter. But you're looking to see that they gain a little bit more of a momentum going into the summer and going into the fall, especially with the new additions of unlimited official visits, which although is being talked about a lot, but at the same time, I think it's only going to really add one or two extra official visits to certain certain prospects. I don't think it's going to throw everything out because, again, like I mentioned in a podcast, colleges still can only allow a certain number of official visits. So that hasn't changed. So school only has about, I think, 56 is a number of official visits they're allowed. So schools aren't going to be giving these willy-nilly here. They're only going to give it to guys like, listen, you're going to get an official visit because we think you you're, you you are interested in us, but we're not just going to give it to you so you get a free trip. So it's it's going to affect the high school recruiting, but not as much as many people have maybe alluded to. It's still, a, again, college football is changing. NIL was a big thing. Transportal was a big thing. When you're recruiting, not only are you recruiting guys for this high school class, you're recruiting for transfer portal classes in one or two years' time, which is what we're seeing. Like Malcolm Green was recruiting with Virginia a couple of years ago. Oh, look at that. He came here. Jimmy Christ was once a UVA commit. Oh, look at that. He's back too. So again, it's a weird role when it comes to recruiting now. You're recruiting. you got to have like several different phases of recruiting. You're recruiting high school recruiting of the guys that you know you're not getting now but you might get later. You're getting high school recruits that you think you can get and you're trying to get now. Then you have transfer portal recruiting, the guys that are currently in the portal that you want that can help you kind of band-aid a couple of positions right now. And then you also have to recruit your locker room because you don't want them to leave. Welcome to 2024 recruiting. It crazy. So that's um, kind of the lowdown of Virginia football, I think. I think right now Virginia has a good solid list. Again, that list is available on Wahoo's 24-7. I think Virginia can close on someone in the first two weekends of June. I think Virginia is in a good position for several different targets. It's all about them trying not to allow them to leave grounds uncommitted. Uh, Brian Doan has put in the crystal ball pick for one official visitor. I am on the verge of putting crystal ball picks for two official visitors. Um, so that will be what I will be doing later on this week. So keep an eye out for that at the moment. And like I teased in the early on in the show, um, this was not going to be an all Virginia football podcast. I wanted to bring in, uh, Jordan Meyer to the show because I feel like people want to get to know these basketball transfers as well as the football recruits that come to ground. So I will be taking a Quick little break here to get my breath together. And then we're going to have Jordan Meyer Miner on the show so that you guys can know a little bit about Jordan before he even steps foot on ground. So we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Goodall Podcast. I'm Jack Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7. And just as I promised, we have Jordan Miner here on the show. Obviously, he is a new commitment for basketball. He will be joining the Cavaliers very, very soon. Um, actually, probably next month here. So, Jordan, how does it feel to be this much closer to being official Cavalier and enrolling? Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. And um, I'm not even going to lie. I've, I've just been excited. I'm over here at home counting the days so when I can get on campus. So, I mean, it's exciting times and I'm ready. So I'm definitely excited. 
It's been a crazy week for you. You graduated this week from Mary Mac. How, yep. Was that bittersweet that you graduated from the first team that, you know, gave you a shot at playing basketball at the next level? Yeah, it was funny. So it actually kind of rained on our uh, on my graduation day. So we didn't have any commencement speaker or nothing like that. We just kind of pr processed in and got our degrees. But, you know, I kind of was walking around after in the gym and stuff like that. So it was definitely bittersweet just you know, the memories that were made there. And, uh, you know, that will forever be family over there for me. So, I mean, it, it, it was definitely a bittersweet moment for sure. Definitely an emotional, an emotional uh, graduation day. How much have you grown from that high school kid that went there to now being someone who's going to be playing ACC basketball? How much have you grown just personally or, or even just basketball? Right. I think, I think for me personally, I think, you know, it was an adjustment in terms of, you know, high school, you, you kind of, you're the man on, uh, you're the man. So coming in as a freshman, I was kind of, you know, coming off of, off the bench in that kind of role. And it was hard for me, but, you know, I'd say through the years, there was a lot of ups and downs personally and off the court and, and on the court. So, I mean, that just kind of got me ready for, you know, um, the stage that I'm going to be, you know, playing the ACC and then, you know, with our non-conference schedule, especially the past two years, we were playing some, you know, heavy hitters. Um, played Gonzaga when Chet was there. Um, Indiana with Trace and everything like that. So, I mean, I've kind of just got past that, you know, that initial starstruck phase, you know, that everyone has. Um, but, you know, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, get on campus and get to work. So, Yeah, yeah. I think you're coming in, what, in June, mid-June? Yeah, yeah, uh, mid-June, mid-June. I'll probably, hopefully uh, everything works out. I'll be up there for like maybe a week or two before we actually get started to kind of get settled in and everything like that. But, yep. You know, I still remember talking to you when you were going through the transfer recruiting process, and it was one of the things that you were awestruck by was your phone just completely like, just blowing up, vibrating all the time with like, <laughs> yeah. new interest. When you think back of this chaotic two months, what was something that maybe still surprises you to this very day going through this process like this? Right. I mean, probably probably the first thing, just like the phone blowing up as it did like that, because when I was uh, when I was coming from high school to college, I, I wasn't re really heavily recruited like that. So this is my first time, you know, college coaches reaching out to me in that magnitude. Um, so that's probably probably the first thing that I took away. And then the second thing that I took away was probably, you know, my first interaction with Coach Bennett. Um, when we got on the phone, after we kind of talked business, we kind of shared uh, gospel music with each other because we're, you know, both men of faith and things like that. So, that I mean, that was something, obviously, it led to my decision, obviously, being a Wahoo. But that was something that throughout that whole process, I never really got to connect with a coach on you know a personal level like that so i'd probably say those two things were the biggest takeaways for me and then you know just wanting to kind of be respectful to every everyone that was reaching out to me in terms of coaches assistant coaches and things like that so it was definitely a, a little bit overwhelming experience for sure and it, it was that connection with tony bennett that kind of helped you kind of decide towards uva how is that relationship even more like blossom more since your commitment since you know uh getting the ball rolling for you to enroll has it grown stronger how has it changed yeah i mean for me personally i'd say it's it's been stronger and when i actually came on my uh, official visit i mean it kind of reassured me of everything that i 
thought that uh, Coach Bennett was as a man and as a person. And then, you know, Coach Vandross, he, I mean, he contacted me the first day I was in the portal. So he was one of the first people to reach out to me. So, I mean, um, I think like the main decision for me was just realizing, you know, there's great people there that I know are going to take care of me and have my best interests at heart. So that was probably, probably the main decision, um, you know, when I was committing and things like that. And I mean, to this day, I mean, I just got off the phone with coach Bennett yesterday and we were kind of chopping it up. He was kind of, he was giving me, uh, uh, some, um, some bash on my Celtics because you know we were, we were down three zero, but we, we we got a game the other day, and a game tonight. So hopefully we can get that done. But yeah, it's 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 always good talking to Coach Bennett and things like that, building that uh, connection. So for sure. So now you're going to be playing ACC basketball next year. Did you watch the ACC a lot growing up? Are you familiar with the conference? Are you looking forward to any particular games or any particular yeah. venues? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, like especially when you're when you're a kid you know you think about the dukes in north carolina and things like that and then especially <clears throat> once i got into college you know just started watching more college games and things like that so you know there's definitely those matchups that you you're expecting and i mean for me i think a big one is you know playing unc and uh armando Baca is, is probably one of the big ones another big one is playing uh kyle kyle flip at duke and you know playing i don't know if we play in and uh, Cameron Indoor, if they're playing here at, at our place, but um, you know, just those, just those heavy hitters are um, always something that you dream about as a kid. And then, you know, getting getting it far and winning an ACC uh, championship is definitely something that you know is is one of my goals uh, for this year going forward. And uh, actually, in a little bit, we're going to have some subscriber questions to you. But I feel like this is a good time to bring one of those is actually, are you looking forward to the matchup against Baycott? Is that something that you, you already got in your mind? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I think for me, it's more of, you know, just wanting to compete and, you know, show um, my skills and my talents at the highest level, um, which is kind of why, you know, decided to play in the ACC and things like that. But yeah, I mean, for sure, definitely from a competitive level, you always want to match up against you know, the guys that they say are the best. So, you know, you, you always want to run, run to that competition. I, I believe when you were on grounds for your official, it was uh, Ryan Dunn and Leon Bond that hosted you. During yeah. The yeah. Weekend, or at yeah. Least you talked to them. Their, their personalities are, are they have their personalities. Let's just put it that way. High <laughs> yeah, character for, guys. For uh, sure. How's your relationship kind of changed with them? And have they continued to blow up your phone? Honestly? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, it was funny because you know I'm I'm kind of like an introvert in a little in a little bit, but as soon as I got on onto campus, I mean I worked out with the guys, and then you know I was talking to both Ryan and Leon, and I mean it just seemed natural like our conversations it was flowing and things like that, and then you know having uh, dinner at Coach Bennett's house uh, that night, you know I mean it was just it was just easy chemistry like nothing was forced and things like that. As you said, they're definitely both personalities um so i mean they they've been you know very very good to me and um, I'm, I'm just excited to you know continue that friendship on and off the court so i'm excited for both of them and both of their you know journeys and things like that um as they move on in their careers uh it, it feels like it's like the yin and yang and the personality between those two and you guys it's it's <laughs> it's a nice balance yeah for there. sure definitely a nice balance um, yeah 
And, and this uh, era of the transfer portal is going to be a, a different um, situation for Virginia basketball this year because there's going to be a lot of guys coming in, new faces coming in. What is something yep. that you're hoping to do this summer for you guys to kind of get to know each other a little bit more? What's something that you yourself is like, I want to do this to make sure that we understand each other a little bit? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, being a grad transfer, I mean, playing four years in college, I mean, you have some experience in that. And I think just sharing um, that experience with, with the guys is going to be something that's going to be uh, crucial. And then, you know, just being a leader, being vocal, um, although I'm new, I, you know, I still, you know, have the opportunity where I can be a leader and be vocal. So that's something I'm looking forward to. And then, you know, obviously, like with the summer and everything like that, when you're not working out, when you're not getting extra shots and there's a lot of downtime. So, you know, just chopping it up, whether it's, you know, watching movies, watching a game, playing, playing video games, things like that. It's something that, you know, always gets the chemistry going. So what would be your video game? I'll, I, it's funny. I'll be honest. I, I, I particularly don't play video games, but if like, <laughs> okay. you know, my, my teammates and stuff like that, they're playing video games. I'll, I'll, I'll hop on and play, but I'll, I'm probably best at Madden, Madden or 2k. So if I, if I do decide to play, so. Okay. Some classic games. I, I'm sure someone will be able to play that. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, uh, like I said, we do have some subscriber questions for you. Some really good questions from those from Wahoo's 24 seven. So uh, one of the, one of the questions here is uh, what do you feel is like your strength on the offensive end? Right. Um, for my strengths, I mean, I feel like I make uh, excellent reads out the pick and roll. I think I make quick, quick uh, and good decisions out the pick and roll. I think, my passing is something that's, you know, underrated, but I think within the last two years, I really excelled at that and making passes, making great passes, whether they're backdoor, backdoor passes and things like that, or skips. Um, and then I'd probably say just my athletic ability, um, just being able to play above the rim and play around the, uh, play around the hoop is something that, you know, are my strengths. So I'd probably say those, those main things are my strengths right now at this at the point, at this point. And uh, one of our subscribers is Carl Hess, not the ref, not to be uh, to <laughs> the ref. Uh, he asked, uh, how do you feel? How did you feel about Farley Dickinson taking down Purdue? Um, did you feel bittersweet? Because, you know, obviously it could have been Merrimack on the court against Purdue. Or did you feel right. excited? Um, so I'm not going to lie. I remember <laughs> watching uh, Fairley Dickinson and they played the playing game against Texas Southern and they, and they blew them out. Um, and I remember, you know, it was a lot of commotion when they ended up matching up against Purdue. And I was kind of saying to one of my teammates that I could see them ultimately beating Purdue, if, you know, if they let, you know, Zach Eady score and just made everyone else, you know, do what they had to do. So, I mean, I'll be honest, I wasn't watching the first half. I didn't watch the entire first half just because, you know, that feeling that it should be us. So I remember I was out grabbing food and um, I got the notification on my phone that said Fairly Dickinson was up, I think by like two or three points at the half. So, I, you know, I rushed back to my apartment and, you know, watched the last 10 games. And I was, I'll probably say like, that was maybe like the most like upset I've ever, like upset I've ever seen, like watching a game, just seeing them and, you know, getting that feeling like, oh man, like this could be us and things like that. But, you know, after, after, you know, you getting over that feeling, you know, I was definitely like ex excited and happy for them. Um, especially, 
you know, when they went on to play, I think it was Florida Atlantic. I was actually hoping that they win that game just so that, that you know, it makes a deep, they could make a deeper run and, you know, better for the conference and better for them as a school. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely happy for them and what they were able to accomplish, but I'll probably say it was definitely a, a bittersweet moment, but, you know, you got to give the props to them as well. So. I'm guessing that's fueling you this year, that feeling that you should have been <laughs> you there. Right. For sure. I mean, <laughs> just, just, just knowing that, you know, we, I mean, we did all that we could and, you know, we still weren't able to make it there is, is something that is, you know, is definitely going to motivate me and, you know, drive me when I get on campus, knowing that, you know, we, we're going to make it in, in March next year and we're trying to win a national championship. So. Is there a player, uh, this is another question. Is there a specific player that you model your game after, or you just kind of watched growing up that you said, this is someone that I would like to be, or that you appreciate their game? Yeah. I mean, I, I watch a lot of uh, Julius Randle. I'll, I'll probably say he, he's probably my biggest guy. I probably watch a lot of Julius Randle, um, especially when he was, um, I'll, I'll probably say a year or two before he is now. Um, he's kind of expanded his game a little bit. Is something that I am trying to do currently at this point in time, too. So I'd probably say Julius Randle. And then, you you know, you obviously, you know, have, you, you know, those guys that you watch, LeBron, James, and the Celtics being my uh, favorite team. I watch a lot of uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So I'd probably say those guys. Uh, here's a fun question. Um, do you have any pregame rituals or any postgame snacks that you, you have to munch on? I remember one player that I covered needed to have a strawberry Nesquik shake. Right after the game, that was his, <laughs> his post game ritual. So, do you have anything like that? I'll probably. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't really think I have a post game ritual. Depending on how I'm feeling, maybe if you know feeling a little extra sore, you probably hop in the ice bath. But pre game ritual, at least when I was at Merrimack, you know, I would always put the the Norma Tech boots on for about thirty or forty minutes, and you know, take a nap, <laughs> take like a 30, 40 <laughs> minute nap, and just wake up feeling good and refreshed and ready for the, uh, ready for the game. But post game, I, now I'm thinking about, it, I don't really have any post game uh, rituals. So maybe, maybe I'll have to get that down soon. Okay. No snack either. Uh, snack post game snack. Um, nah, I definitely don't have a post game snack. Oh man. Okay. All right. So I know you're not in Charlottesville yet. Uh, I know a lot of people are asking about what type of restaurants you like in Charlottesville already, but you're not there okay. yet. So let's go with what type <laughs> of food you like, because maybe some Wahoo fans can help you out and give you some recommendations where you for can sure. find your favorite foods. For sure. For sure. I'm definitely, I definitely love soul food. Uh, soul food is probably high up there for me. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, burger guy. I'm a big burger guy. And, you know, I love my pasta, my chicken broccoli Alfredo. That's my that's my go to for Italian. So if if any any fans in the area know like the best spots for those type of places or any any new spots that I could try, definitely uh, tweet at me and things like that. So, you know, I can get accustomed to the foods down there in Charlottesville. So I, I'm guessing people are going to tell you to have a Gus burger. That's probably one of the things they're going to say. And Citizen Burger is where. I like to go oh. Boylan Heights. Those are all places where you can get burgers, but okay. other people are going to tell you. So why don't you go ahead and tell us, tell people what is your Twitter handle or Instagram so they can uh, kind of communicate with you about where food recommendations are. Right. So both my Instagram and, and my Twitter handle is I am Jordan Miner. So just I am and then my, my name, Jordan Miner. So 
that's where you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. So. Okay, so make sure you guys follow the one of the new Cavaliers that will be on grounds this summer and make sure he knows where to go to get some good food around the area. Yes, so, uh, Jordan, before before I let you go, I kind of want to leave kind of the stage up to you. What would you like to add about something for people to know who you are? Anything that, you know, obviously you say you're not a big video game guy, but is there anything that, you know, you like, I'm more than this, more than basketball. This is something that I, that I like or just uh, what kind of want to leave a message? Right. I mean, in terms of like off the court stuff, you know, I'm very chill. I, I like listening to music a lot. Uh, you know, Brent Fiaz is probably up there. Favorite favorite artist, Brett Fiaz, Rod Wave, Future probably up there as as favorite artist. Other than that, you know, I like I like I've actually just recently been into like clothes and fashion and stuff like that. So that's something that I I like. Um, you know, looking at when I when I get some free time and things like that. But just just a message. I I probably say you know I'm coming in, um, in Charlottesville and, and you know I'm ready to compete. You know. Like I said, we got our eyes, and me personally, I got my eyes set on an ACC championship and national championship. So, I mean, I'm I'm coming in there knowing that, and I'm ready to put in the work and compete. And you know, I'm I'm not, we're not running from anything. So we want we want all that comes with everything that we have, especially our goals in sight. So, well, Jordan, I really appreciate you taking the time today. I know it's busy between graduation, moving back home, and then getting your stuff moving to Charlottesville. So I appreciate all the time you gave us today. No, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It means a lot. And once again, thank you so much for Jordan for joining on the show. It's always nice to have those guys on the show so that you get to hear a little bit more than the regular two minute, three minute interviews that we get just post game or prior to games. So you get to know them a little bit more, get to know their personalities a little bit more, get to know what they like and what they don't like apart from basketball. They're more than just student athletes. They're more than just the game they play. So it's nice having them here so that fans can get to know who they are um, before they even step foot on campus and step foot on grounds and put on that jersey. So um, thanks again for Jordan for sharing uh, his time with us here today on the show. So again, if you want to follow him on Twitter, like you said, and on Instagram, it's at I am Jordan Minor. So it's I am A M Jordan Minor. Um, you can follow him on Twitter and on Instagram there. And why don't you go ahead and mention him and add him about some good food recommendations, people. Charlottesville has a lot of good food places. Let him know where he can get some good soul food and burgers. I mean, I gave him some good, I guess, some recommendations. But I feel like I don't know many of the good holes in the wall that maybe some locals can. You know, I know some of the places, but I feel like you guys have some better recommendations out there. So why don't you go and go in at I am Jordan Minor and hit up some good recommendations for him. So him and his family, when he gets in in mid-June, can have a couple of food hotspots there for him to go to. And maybe some good places for the team can gel together. Because well, that's what he said before. When they have some good off time together, they want to make sure the team um, can gel together. Maybe some good food spots for the team to go. So why don't you go ahead there and uh, give some Jordan some uh, good some food recommendations. But once again, thank you all of you for listening to the show and for also going on Wahoo's 24-7 and subscribing. We've had a uh, record amount of people sign up for, for the site the last few months, and it's been a pleasure getting to know a lot of my subscribers and also um, just getting to know you guys as fans and through either the message boards or through your messages that you leave me on Twitter or through the messages on Wahoo's 24-7. So it's been a pleasure getting to guys getting to know you the last few years. So. Um, Thanks. And we'll be right back here next week again. 
Um, my plan next week is obviously we're going to preview the next UVA football official to visit list. I'll probably have a little bit more of the reaction from the first weekend. And then also we're probably going to break down a couple of the games that from the schedule too. I think that's something that people have wanted us to do a more in-depth show about when we're going game by game uh, prediction, especially with the expectations that Virginia is going to win three and a half games is what the latest um, picks are. So we're going to go game by game next week and kind of break down uh, the schedule a little bit. So we'll do that next week, but um, again, there's going to be a lot of content coming, but for today's show, that said, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And if you guys are having some summer vacation plans, hope you guys stay safe and enjoy time with your family. So hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you.